And welcome back into the Paul Farrington Show Friday episode. Not Fun Friday. We have a separate podcast for that, so check that out if you haven't already. Gosh, Fun Friday's always so much fun here. Well, well they don't have to check it out. If they hate fun, they don't have to check in. That's true. If you hate fun, you don't have to take a look. We're here to talk about the NFL playoff matchups this weekend. NFC and AFC Conference Championship rounds with the 49ers and the Rams, which I, I don't know how many people would have expected that four weeks ago, five weeks ago. And in the AFC, we have the Bengals, who only Ziggy expected, against the Chiefs, who probably everybody expected. So why don't we first dive into 49ers and Rams? Because I'd like to save this Bengals talk, because Ziggy, as I said, has been pretty hot on Joe Burrow and the Bengals this entire time. 49ers and Rams. The line right now is three and a half in favor of L.A. It's probably going to be a very tough road game atmosphere for the Rams against San Francisco. I think San Francisco has – how many fans do you guys expect to be there? No, no, no. They blocked. 49ers you fans. Can only, no, no, no. no, 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 no but they, broke they got through. rid of that. They broke through, Jack. The 49ers fans got they, through the, the firewall. Based on current resale trends, it looks like the stadium's going to be about 65% 49ers fans. Oh, my god! And that could change. Usually it gets a little bit better for the home team close to the game, but it should be at least 60% red. I wouldn't expect anything different than what we saw week 18. I wouldn't be surprised if you're looking at 70%. Wow. Wow. Can you imagine? So let's look at the spread. Three and a half in favor of L.A. right now. San Francisco's won, what, six games in a row? against the, the Rams. So I, I actually think this is the time that Stafford and McVay turn around. I, I don't know why. I just had this gut feeling telling me that six in a row is going to be the limit. I, I can't see them losing this game. The way the Rams are playing right now, they look really good. I know they just lost a couple weeks ago to the 49ers, but that was a game where San Francisco had to win. They had to win to get into the playoffs. Rams already sort of knew their fate. Um, in this one, I just like the way Stafford's been playing. They got past Brady on the road. A lot of people didn't expect them to win that one. Jalen Ramsey will be there. What do you guys think? Do any of you have the 49ers? I agree. I agree with you with the Rams, Paul. You know, I think a couple of weeks ago, the Niners were like, or the Rams were like, here, guys, uh, here's the playoffs. Uh, come right in. All right, all right, all right. Get the hell out. I think, you know, they lost to him twice already. I think it's really tough to beat a division rival three times in one year. I think the Niners will be a, uh, a very public underdog, a lot of money, 65% of the handle coming in on San Francisco. And I think the Rams are going to be very determined in this one to knock off San Francisco for the first time all year. You know, all they're hearing is how McVay can't beat Shanahan, how uh, it's going to be a home game for San Francisco. They beat him twice. Oh, they've been and hearing I, it I all like, week. I, all week like, they've been hearing all, this. Yeah. I like, to lay it with the, I, I like to lay it with the Rams here in the spot to go to the Super Bowl. Come on, though, Jack. They've been hearing that. Shanahan's beaten McVay five times in a row. They've been hearing this, McVay can't beat Shanahan, McVay sucks, for almost three seasons now. And what have they done? They've lost every single time. Only that terrible team Shanahan took over his very first year has McVay beaten. And the 49ers, as everyone here knows, have suffered ridiculous injuries the past few years. McVay just can't get it done. And you're looking at a dangerous home stadium. You're looking at a full-strength a full strength 49ers defensive line, right? One that's caused Matt Stafford real problems. You're looking at a secondary that's new and improved. You're looking at an offense that knows how to get things done. The Rams have much better special teams than the 49ers. But other than that, I don't think there's a huge edge for them here. And I can definitely see the 49ers defense making it hard for the Rams. 
I'm also picking the Rams to win, but let's not act like this is a done deal. No, certainly not. Certainly not. Look, I'm not saying it's a done deal. I, I mean, I, I think the Rams win this game. I think they cover. I'm not saying it's – I think the Chiefs destroy the Bengals. Well, we'll get to that in a second. A... I think that the storylines for the quarterbacks in this game are, are both fantastic. And that's one thing that I love about the NFL compared to other sports. I just think that the stories are a lot better. Look at Matt Stafford. He's a guy who spent, what, 10, 11, 12 seasons in Detroit – getting beat up every single year, last place finishes. He made the playoffs twice, twice maybe, One no division wins. And now in his first opportunity in L.A., first time with the bright lights on him, Detroit is a much different place to play than L.A., especially when it comes to the media. And he has an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl and host the Super Bowl. And that in and of itself is a great story. And then look at Jimmy Garoppolo. And this one is crazy. Comes over from New England. And he's only had, what, two full healthy seasons? And if he beats the Rams in both of those seasons, he took San Francisco to the Super Bowl? But on top of all that, his job is being threatened every single day from the media, from fans. People don't want Jimmy G. But when he's been San Francisco and healthy, they have made the Super Bowl twice if he is able to get a win here. So the question with Jimmy G is, is there anything that he can do to keep his job? Is it a done deal that Trey Lance is going to be the quarterback next year or Aaron Rodgers, as Michael hinted, in Fun Friday and that Jimmy has no chance? Because it it almost seems ridiculous that a quarterback can make two conference championship games, potentially two Super Bowls in his two healthy seasons and still get kicked out the door. Yeah, here's the thing with Jimmy is I don't think it's just about winning at this point. I think he can lose this game and remain the quarterback. I think he can win the Super Bowl and not remain the quarterback. I think the question is going to be, can he perform? Because you look at the 49ers game last week, right? And that was not a game that makes you think Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback of the future. He accounted for the same number of touchdowns as Aaron Rodgers, zero, but with a heck of a lot fewer passing yards. He tried his darndest to throw the game away with multiple near picks. He couldn't get, he just wasn't, he didn't look like a reliable guy. Now, if Jimmy G steps up in this game, makes a big impact, he's a Super Bowl hero, yeah, I don't think you can get rid of him. But unless his play, not just his win-loss record, but his play shows that he can be great, and it's not just Debo Samuel, George Kittle, and Nick Bosa carrying him across the finish line, I I, I don't think the 49ers are going to want to hang on to him when they've invested so much, so many team resources, into a really promising quarterback. I guess Jimmy G isn't good. Like, he <laughs> look what, like what he has done these last three games against the Rams to get him into the playoffs against Dallas in the playoffs and against the Packers in the playoffs. Like it hasn't been him two picks against the Rams. No, well, maybe one touchdown didn't look good. 130 yards against Dallas in a pick, no touchdowns, a hundred yards against green Bay in a pick, no touch. Like he hasn't really done much. He's, ca- I mean, he's carried by the guys around him, which I mean, it's like not, we've seen it before. I'm not really bashing it, but like, I, I don't think he's, really all that could yeah no he's not the flashy quarterback we're used to seeing with like Stafford throwing it down the field and Cooper Cup Rodell catching it not like with Brady who has seven Super Bowl Super Bowl wins throwing it to Gronk AB when he was there Godwin it's not even a lack of flashiness no his job's being threatened because well yeah I know it's he's at the end of the day yeah he's getting wins but that's due to defense as Jack was pointing out look at the numbers in the playoffs so far if, if Green Bay pays, plays a Green Bay type game, and credit to the 49ers defense and special teams, not the offense. 
if Green Bay plays a Green Bay type game we're used to seeing, Green Bay wins that game 35-10, and there's nothing Jimmy G on offense can do about it. I mean, the defense and special teams balled out. That was the reaction of a lot of Packers fans. It was all season long, we're putting up 30 points a game, and, and today they just didn't have it. To answer my own question, Jimmy often gets the job done in the big moments. And now, look, he can be sporadic for three and a half quarters, but there's a fair amount of times when you look over the course of his career where when you need him to have that big late drive, he gets the job done. The problem is those other three and a half quarters are important. Against Green Bay, like you said, Ziggy, a lot of wobbly duck passes to the sideline, pick six written all over them. Even though he shows up sometimes at the very end of the game, he's not there for three and a half quarters. There's a reason they ran the ball on third and seven from the Packers' 38-yard line last week. With the game on the line, I think most quarterbacks who you trust, you're throwing that ball. You're throwing trying to get the first down, trying to get a few more yards, because I don't think Kyle Shanahan in an ideal world would be kicking a 52-yarder into the snow and wind at Lambeau Field. But there's a reason he ran with Debo instead of letting Jimmy G throw. He doesn't trust him. He clearly doesn't trust him. That's the play that you, well, like, you, that's you the only play your, that you need. You give it to your best player in the field. Sure, but from the 38-yard line, third and seven, if you, if you pick up three yards, that's still 52-yarder into the snow. I think San Francisco told us how they feel about Jimmy when they sacrificed to go up and get Trey Lance. They gave up a lot to get a guy who hadn't played football in two years. In two years, Trey Lance hadn't played, and they gave all that, all of that up. Now, that builds into the Jimmy G storyline. That builds into the Jimmy G storyline of, all right, your team clearly doesn't trust you. Your general manager doesn't. Your coach doesn't trust you in situations, but yet here you are. So I think it would take an extraordinary performance, as you were saying, Ziggy, in this game and the Super Bowl, where he Jimmy just lights it up to stay. Other than that, I, I think he's totally gone. And here's why you should be putting your money on the Rams right now. Is this is something I don't think a lot of people are paying attention to. Jimmy Garoppolo has two painful injuries that are affecting his throwing right now. People forget about the shoulder sprain earlier in the season, right? It's causing problems still. He's talked about it. It affects his throwing motion. He thinks about it every time he's out there. He has difficulty sleeping. And then that thumb injury he got against the Rams. Um, if you looked against the Packers, or not against the Packers, against the um, Cowboys, he threw a touchdown pass. One of his teammates went over for a high five. Jimmy like started the high five and then pulled his hand away because he didn't want to hurt it again. Like, Jimmy is in pain every single time he throws the ball. So the thought that he's about to come out and be a hero against Matthew Stafford, who we've seen is a cool, confident customer when it comes time to play against, like, in a big game-winning situation, I just don't see the 49ers winning this one. They've gone too far. We're all on the Rams. Which means if you're a listener, you should probably put your mortgage (laughs) on the 49ers. (laughs) Yeah, you probably want to bet the 49ers. Let's... Head over to Cincinnati and Kansas City. As I mentioned before, Ziggy, you have Cincinnati going to the Super Bowl. You've had that since the start of the playoffs or after yes, the since wild the start. Since, since the, the start. start. They're seven and a half point dog in Arrowhead. And at the, the time, it seems that a lot of the money is actually coming in on Cincinnati and the points. 66% of the tickets. Yep. 66% of the tickets. About two-thirds of the tickets coming in on Cincinnati. And I mean, look. Explain to me, though, why did the line move from seven to seven and a half then? Well, we know why. Because the guys who who are smart, uh, the sharp guys, know that Kansas City's about Okay, so, yeah, the money money is on Kansas City. The smart money is on Kansas City. Oh, good, good. Yeah, because I was going to say, I was going to say, when we were talking off air, it sounded like you guys were saying the money was on Cincinnati. I think Kansas City routes in this game. Yeah, Kansas City, we can't overthink it. 
will beat the living crap out of Cincinnati. And look, can you blame the people? Cincinnati, they're a darling. Everyone loves Cincinnati. The clock strikes midnight for Cinderella, doesn't They it? are not going into Arrowhead. After, by the way, beating the Chiefs once this year in Cincinnati, by the way, on a game-winning field goal. They are not going into Arrowhead now in the playoffs and hanging around. I mean, Kansas City is unstoppable in that building. Kansas City is so unstoppable. They put up 14 points in the first half. They're so unstoppable. So unstoppable. They needed John, They get, needed Patrick Mahomes to make an unprecedented play of 13 seconds. No, they, they were Kansas so unstoppable. City. No, they were so unstoppable. They needed to build defense to I'm choke sorry. the shit they out of so the I'm sorry. They were so unstoppable. They won. In order to win. They, they won. They're seriously winning and being unstoppable. Kansas City is so unstoppable that they were down by three, 13 seconds left, and won the game and scored 42 on Buffalo's defense after hanging 40-something on Pittsburgh. Look, I think the Since, correct thing – sorry, finish what you're saying? Cincinnati, there's no chance that they win this game. Kansas City's not the Raiders, and they're not Tennessee. They, no, they're, I, just, they're not going to win this game. Kansas City wins and covers. I personally think – listen, I'm on – I don't know if it's the public sharp side or whatever. I'm on Kansas City this game, but I do have to say their defense has holes in it. Do we know if Tyron Matthews is going to play or not this game? He practiced today, so it's likely he plays. All right, let's say he plays. He does change the defense in a significant way, I will say. But with saying that, Chiefs defense has always been, like, average. Like, teams have been able to put up points against them, and you need to be able to get to Patrick Mahomes. So at the end of the day, do you guys think that Patrick Mahomes will be pressured by the Bengals' front line? If Pittsburgh couldn't get to him, Cincinnati's not going to get to him. No. Cincinnati's defensive line this year was better than Pittsburgh's. Um, so I do actually think there's a chance they get to him. But look, the point about the Chiefs isn't stopping them on every single drive because that's not going to happen. The question is twofold. Do the Bengals have playmakers who can occasionally get to Patrick Mahomes and force turnovers? The answer to that is yes. Um, we've seen them do it. The other question to beat the Chiefs is, do you have an offense that can score a lot of points with a competent quarterback who doesn't need a lot of time a mix of good passing game and a good run game. Yeah, they do. Now look, the offensive line's a concern, but the Chiefs' defensive line is nowhere near as good as the Titans. And Joe Burrow, as we know, is willing to take hits. He's willing to put his body on the line to win these games. A touchdown and a little bit more for a team that's already won? I really do think that despite where the money's going, the Bengals are decent value this game. And honestly... I think the stars are aligning. Patrick Mahomes is very good, but so is Joe Burrow. You can't the the Bengals can't aren't going to be out of it until the fourth quarter, and I think you need to get they, they, Like yeah, they've done it before, but it's so different to do it on your home field as opposed to going back there in a revenge spot in the AFC Championship game. I do think Patrick Mahomes does have the upper hand in this because he has been here before. This is Joe Burrow's first time. Now I understand Joe Burrow is very good. He's very talented. He has the weapons around him. Jamar Chase is that big playmaker. But the Chiefs have everyone times like two under offense. Look, you have Jamar Chase on the Bengals. You have Tyreek Hill on the Chiefs. You have, what's his name? CJ Uz. I can't pronounce Uzoma. his name. Yes, on the Bengals. You have Travis Kelsey on the Chiefs. Hey, who, 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 who's the Chiefs wide receiver too, by the way? Who's the Chiefs wide receiver too? Miko Hardman? You're the time you're going to take Miko Hardman over T. Higgins? Hardman, who's their wide receiver Pringle. three? You're going to take you're, Byron if, Pringle if over Tyler Boyd? It, does, it doesn't matter, this, though. They all this can, team, they're all deep threat playmakers. This team is hanging in the 40s on Pittsburgh and Buffalo. They will hang in the 40s on Cincinnati, and Cincinnati won't keep up. Like you're only, I look at it like you're only giving me a touchdown in this game. I'm taking Kansas City. All right. Look, I, I mean, well, yeah, we'll have to see how it goes, Ziggy. 
to your credit, you've been right a lot of the time lately. But look, yeah, this look, one, yeah, this one to I'll, me, I'll, this one to me, I'll give it to you. I, I just have a bad feeling. Burrow, I know Burrow's really cool guy, McPherson. You know, all these guys have ice in their veins. They don't really care. They're just showing up and playing football, having fun. But it, it's one thing to beat Ryan Tannehill. It's another thing to go and beat Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is not making the mistakes that Ryan Tannehill made last weekend. Tan- Mahomes doesn't throw that interception with the game on the line. He doesn't throw an interception on the first play of the game. It, it's a t- totally different beast. Totally and, different beast. And the Chiefs' defense isn't getting the pressure the Titans' defense got on Joe Burrow either. Yeah, Chiefs' Prob- defense probably isn't not. that good. Their, their defensive line is not near. The Titans have arguably the best defensive line in the entire league. They've got two elite playmakers and a third soon-to-be elite playmaker. The Chiefs have one. You know, my argument here is, no, the Bengals do have weapons, but they just don't have the caliber of weapons that the Chiefs do. You know, we're near. I mean, Jamar Chase is... I Jamar Chase is the best wide receiver in the was, NFL. Yeah, no, Jamar Chase, wow. you can argue... Okay. No, Jamar Chase, you can, argue, you can argue Jamar Chase is top five. Jamar Chase isn't the best receiver in the NFL from LSU. I think I'd still take yeah. Tyree yeah. Kill over over Jamar Chase. But I'm You're entitled being... to think that, but... Look, if we're t- you, you want to talk about big plays? You want to talk about big plays? Nobody in the Super Bowl era has had more plays in a season over 50 yards than Joe Burrow. You're Not taking Jamar. Holmes. You're Joe taking Burrow. Jamar over Tyree Kilzuggy? I think it's extremely close to the point where, like, I could go either way. Um, I think Tyree Kill does more on special teams, which probably moves me in his direction. Like, Tyree Kill is a kick and punt returner as lethal, but on offense... I think they're very, very close. Tyree Kill's speed might be the most dominant trait of, a, of an individual wide receiver running back. Jamar Chase is barely slower, and he's way bigger. He's not as quick as Tyree Kill. He's pretty freaking close. He's quick. No, I, I don't want to say Jamar Have Chase isn't seen, a great receiver, but he's he certainly not He had more plays Tyree over Kill. 50 yards this year than Tyree Kill. He had more of them. Well, all right, Kansas City, Cincinnati. We all have Kansas City winning the game, correct? No. Yes, I've I've Kansas City winning, but I'm kind of torn on. I would probably lean towards them covering, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals cover either. I have Kansas City with the points. Me too. So we'll see. We'll see if Ziggy can take down the field again. Uh, that'll wrap up this Friday edition of the Paul Farrington Show. Our football Friday, we could call it. Yeah, but there's fun Friday. There's football Friday. Friday's just a great day in general. Real quick, very brief. Thursday and Friday or Saturday, Sunday? What's a better duo? Jack and I were talking about this the other day. Mm, well, Friday's a very elite day because you know you don't have work the next day. You can sleep in. You can go out, have fun, see friends, see family, whatever you want to do. And I understand we've talked about this before in the past. Thursday is good because you're looking forward to Friday and the weekend because you know the next day you get well, off th- from work. Thursday might be Thursday is a top three day of the week. Thursday is fantastic. Look, I think the two best days, hands down, are Friday, Saturday. But that's not that's not the option, Mike. Thursday, know, Friday, Saturday, I Sunday. I would probably go a close Thursday, Friday, because Sunday is just Sunday's frustrating. If you hate your job, <laughs> Sunday sucks. But if you like your job, like for example, like hold on, if you like your job, if you hate your job, you're saying the ty- the days where you work your job twice are better than the days no, where you work your Ziggy, job zero Ziggy, times? Ziggy. That's the claim? No, no. No, on Friday, you know you're not going to be working, though. And on Sunday, no, on, on you know Friday, you are. On Friday, you are working. And on no. Sunday, you're not <laughs> no. working. Michael, if no. you hate your job, p- 
pick the days where you don't have to Jack, go into Jack knows your where job. I'm coming from on this. Jack knows where I'm coming from on this. On Thursday so and a, Friday, it's a mindset. You're saying it's more of a mindset. Yes, thing, it's a it's a mindset. You know, listen, Just don't you have know, a weak mindset. All right, Ziggy, could, what do you have? Thursday, I'm not talking Friday, about myself. Saturday, I'm just talking about in general. Saturday, Sunday, the days <laughs> where you don't have to go into work. Yeah, but the on days Sunday, where you Ziggy, can sleep in. You know, but take, Ziggy on Sunday. Five. No, Ziggy on Sunday. You know you're gonna be working. You know you're gonna be working next day. Do you guys just live lives filled with anxiety where you're constantly worried I'm about not, the no, future? No, 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 no. I'm not talking about myself. Yes. I'm not Wait, talking thought, about myself. Oh, I thought the question was, which Look, day do you like more, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, Sunday? Sunday's a crappy day. Sunday's a crappy day. Saturdays are the best day of the week. Sunday morning and afternoon are the best. But once, like, the 4 o'clock games roll around in NFL, it's like, oh, my gosh, Monday's exactly. going to be here. I think I go Thursday, Friday in a close one. Very close. Me too. One. What is wrong with you guys? I like going to Thursday, Friday night. You go out. You have a great time. Like, you, you nothing well, you to look, worry about. You it's, a mindset. Thursday, yes. it's a mindset. Friday's, Friday's the best day it's, of the week. No, no. It's, it's the grind set. Friday's like, the best If, if you want to get on your Sigma grind set, that's fine. But don't try to <laughs> It's the grind set, Ziggy. <laughs> guys, can we all agree Friday's the best night of the week? No. Yes. Yes. Sat- oh, oh, the best night, yes. Saturday. I think well, Saturday okay. maybe. All right, I'm cutting this. I'm cutting this off right here. This is this is way longer than I expected. <laughs> All right, there you have it. So a little bit of a fun Friday sneaks in to the football episode. <laughs> uh, make sure you follow us, TikTok, Instagram. What else are we on? YouTube. Follow us on YouTube. And, um, yeah, let us know if you want anything for us to talk about. Thanks for listening to the Paul Farrington Show. Have a great weekend. It's Friday, Saturday, two great days of the week.